Hey friend, welcome back to Pursuing Goals God's Way. So excited to have you hanging out with me today. So my question for you, are you working to grow your online business, but feeling stressed and overwhelmed with the quote unquote, too much going on? Are you juggling work and home and your business all in one? Are you feeling like you have to constantly choose between family and work? Are you still feeling the constant pull to continue slaving away to social media, but it's bogging down your time? Let's talk about it today. To help me out with this, I have my new friend, Tony Ann on the show, and she knows what a packed schedule is like. She is a full-time dentist, a reservist in the Navy, and the podcaster at Real Happy Mom. She is a wife and a boy mom that understands the struggle of juggling work and home. When she is not working, she enjoys watching WWE and watching stand-up comedy. And she's going to not only share her experience going off grid from social media, but also two key routines that she's implemented to eliminate the stress and overwhelm so that she can make progress on her goals. And she helps others do the same thing. You're not going to want to miss this conversation. So let's dive in with Tony Ann. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey, Tony Ann. Thanks so much for hopping on Pursuing Goals with God's Way with me. I'm so excited for our conversation today. Yes, excited to be here with you. Yes. Well, before we dive into all the good stuff that we're going to be talking about, I love to start my show out with my guests telling something a little bit unique about you. I've already formally introduced you, so uh, you can share a little bit about your family if you would like to, but then just something to get us started. Yes. So something unique, you know, I was thinking about this. I was trying to figure out like, if I could say like, I have an extra toe or something really fun, but I don't have anything fun like that. But, um, something unique about me is, um, I know we, I don't know if you talked a lot about love languages at all, but my love language is acts of service, which a lot of people don't have that I've noticed. Um, but yes, acts of service is my love language. I love it. Well, here's the funny thing is my love language, acts of service. Really? Uh -huh. oh, we're definitely going to be besties for real. Yeah. <laughs> I always tell my husband, I'm like, when I noticed the garbage was taken out and I never had to ask, I mean, I'm telling you that makes me love you so much more than if you tell me you love me. Yes. Yes. Same, same here. So that's great. Yes, we will be besties. So, well, good. Well, I'm excited to dive in and I want talk a little bit about how you got started in business. Tell us a little bit about the story and how it transformed. Yeah. So it actually started back when I had my son. So I, um, I'm a full-time dentist and I thought in my 
young mind that I was going to own my own practice because I think that's what's been pushed down to a lot of us. It's like, oh, have your own business, have your own practice. And so um, I had my son, had the itch to start something new, wanted to start my practice. I told my husband, who is a web designer, as well as some other fun IT things that I don't really know much about. Um, I told him, I was like, hey, um, I want to start this practice. I want to build this website. And the SEO is going to give me that credibility so that I can, you know, attract some new patients. So I actually started a dental blog because I wanted to be an authority online. Long story short, practice ended up not happening, but I had this blog that I wasn't really that excited about because I had talked about teeth all day and then come back to the blog and talk about teeth. I was like, eh, eh, I don't want to do this. However, I did have a podcast interview with um, this wonderful woman and she was the one that introduced me to podcasting. I did the interview with her, loved it, and I started a podcast and that's just kind of how Real Happy Mom got started was just talking to her and seeing how awesome the conversation was. And I was like, hey, my blog is geared towards moms because I feel that if I can get the moms into the practice and get them excited about, you know, having great oral health, they'll get the rest of their family. So that was my thought process. So I was like, instead of talking about teeth with these moms, we're going to talk about everything motherhood. So um, Real Happy Mom started actually as a dental blog and then morphed into what it is now. So yeah, it started way back when, when I thought I wanted to have my own practice, but I learned quickly. That's not, that's not the life for me. Mm, I love it. Yeah. Sometimes it is hard to bring what you do all day long into a business and like, just really enjoy it. So, um, I know for me, I like to teach how to turn that passion into purpose, like turn it into a business. But at the same time, there is kind of that, am I going to like what I'm doing then still? Yes. Yes. Mm, interesting. I love it. Now, uh, like me, I, I talk to my audience a lot about how I'm not on social media anymore. They can't really find me there except in my mm. free Facebook group, but I know you're taking a social media break as well. So I'd love to hear how that's going for you. Maybe you're back on again. Um, but tell me a little bit about that and maybe some things that you have missed or missed while you're off. Yeah. So actually really quick, long story short is I was taking this really intense course and I could not juggle all the things as far as, you know, the job, real happy mom, um, and everything else. I just couldn't do it. So I said, you know what, instead of stressing myself out, trying to make these beautiful photos that no one sees on social media, I was like, I'm just going to get off for a little bit. So I took a break in July I said, hey, I'm going to take a break from the podcast. I took a break from everything, Real Happy Mom and um, social media. And then I tried to come back in December and it just felt icky to me. And I was just like, mm, something just doesn't feel right. So I said, you know what? Like 2023 is all about doing it my way. So I don't really like social media. don't really care for it. So I just said, hey, let's just stay off for a while. So I have been off since... Um, pretty much since October of 2022. Um, what I miss about it is actually the interactions that I would have, but I've been finding that I have those interactions actually via my email list, which is crazy because you would think like, oh no, like no one's really emailing back. Yep. Yep. They email um, or respond back to the emails that I send out. So I've been getting that interaction. Um, the other thing that I was missing, well, I thought I was going to miss was um, finding out about like, you know, different events and things like that. 
because there was my class reunion that was actually happening this year. And I was so afraid that I wasn't going to hear the announcement about it. But crazy enough, my friend, she told me all about it and I found out about it. So I didn't miss a beat, honestly, without being on social media. But um, for me, it's just like freed up so much time. I didn't realize how much time I was spending on social media until I got off. And honestly, like now I don't really miss it that much. Um, And I was considering going back on, but I'm still off for right now. So yeah, I have my accounts and um, funny story is like, I had this bright idea. I was like, I'm just going to delete everything. And so I like deleted all of my accounts and then I called my friend um, and you know about Alicia, Alicia mm-hmm. Cohn. She was on the, on this podcast. I called up Alicia. I was like, Alicia, guess what I did, girl? I burned it down. <laughs> she was like, Tony, and let's have a talk. Let's talk about this just a little bit. <laughs> and she was the one that convinced me to deactivate the accounts instead of deleting them. Cause she was like, if you want to come back, at least you have the accounts. So they're still there. I put everything back on. So they're still there. I'm just not active. I love it. I love it. That's a, okay, let's, let's take a step back and think about this. But yes. I love how, what you said is that you it freed up so much time. And for me, I wasn't even spending a whole lot of time on it when I took a break. It was just mind space. I was like, it freed mm-hmm. up so much mind space for me when I, I get off of it. And I do have my, my accounts are active still. So I have a picture that says here, you can find me here. I'm not on here or whatever, but I do have my free Facebook group. So I am in there, but I link it from my project management system. So I'm not going on Facebook to search for it. I just link right to it, but it's been so nice. And I thought I would miss a lot more like the connection, like you said, but I feel like I don't, the things I don't miss overweigh the things that I do miss. And are there any things that you really don't miss from being on there? Yeah, the biggest thing I don't miss is like the comparison that I was feeling like I had it bad. Like I was comparing myself to like every single person on there. So I do not miss that at all. Um, And I don't miss how I felt when I got off or was on social media. Like I like I said before, like I would get I got off for a while and then tried to come back and just felt just really icky about it. And I was just like, why do I feel gross? Like, this is supposed to be like this. It's supposed to be fun and exciting. And you're supposed to be connecting with people, but it didn't feel like that. And I just honestly felt like I was putting on face. Like I wasn't really truly being myself. So like all those things I do not miss at all. Mm, I can say yes to each and every one of those. Now, the big million dollar question though, before I move it, I want to talk actually about like living a full life and getting into these two key routines, but I'm just so intrigued because I feel the same way about a lot of this, but I, the million dollar question is, are you seeing growth in your business still? (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Funny thing is, is like, I used to think like, oh, I had to be on social media and I have to have so many followers and all that stuff. But, um, (laughs) <laughs> no, I, you, I don't, for me, I honestly don't think that, um, at least for Instagram and Facebook, like you're not getting that big of a return on investment unless you are paying to play. Now, if you pay to play, there's a different story, but organically, no. Now there have been other ways that I'm still able to grow without social media and, um, we can dive in more to, in, into that, but yes, I am seeing growth without social media. And that's what made me even more excited about staying off. Cause I'm like, I really don't need it because everyone makes it seem like, oh, you have to be on there. Like people want to see you on social media. Like you have to have a social media presence, but you don't have to have any of that at all. Amen. I love it. So tell me, what's your favorite growth strategy off social media? 
favorite growth strategy right now is doing freebie swaps, which is how we actually connected. It is. <laughs> so, it is so simple and so easy. Like literally I just send an email out to different people who I would like to connect with and be like, Hey, would you like to do a freebie swap? Here's my freebie. And I think it'll be great for your audience. Do you have a freebie that you want to share with my audience? And the thing is, is my email list loves that. Like they eat that stuff up. So um, it has been like one of my favorite ways because one, my email list, they love getting new stuff and meeting new people. Two, I get to um, get new people on my list. And then three, like people I'm swapping with, they get new people on their list. So it's win, win, win for everybody. So love it. Mm -hmm. I love that strategy. And that was the first time I have done a freebie swap. I've done a couple since. I think you inspired me with that, but it was so fun. Like you said, it was really easy and it, it was a connection that we were able to make together and um, yeah, be able to help each other's audiences or to help each other grow. So I love that idea. Now I do want to switch gears and talk a little bit about work life, but I know having two jobs and your podcasting business, you live a really full life with a packed schedule. So you know how to pack it in, but not only that, you're raising a family as well. So tell me your secret, what key routines, <laughs> I know we're going to talk about some of these routines today. Um, what do you do that allows you to show up at work and at home for your business without feeling that dreaded overwhelm? Yeah. Yeah. So really big for me is routines. I know some people, they don't like the structure and they like to have the flexibility, but in order for me to function and to show up well, I have to have routines. One, so I don't forget things and two, so I know things are getting done. Um, and there's two really big routines that I know we'll jump into. I feel like are what keep me afloat. So I don't feel like I am super stressed out and overwhelmed all the time. And that is my Sunday routine and evening routine. Now, I know a lot of people, they focus on that morning routine because they're like, oh, the morning routine like sets the tone for the day. And, you know, the morning routine is what helps you to, you know, um, get ready and get started and have, you know, the best day ever, whatever the case is. But I truly believe like your morning routine actually starts in the evening. Like everything starts in the evening, getting prepared and making sure that um, your days go off well. And so that has been what has been really, really helpful for me so that I I'm not overwhelmed and stressed out every day. Mm, I love it. Yeah, I've found that my morning routine kind of fluctuates. It changes by season and whatnot. Um, but having a structured weekly routine, I guess I call it, but yours is the Sunday routine. But to get kind of prepped for that week is a huge, big um, change, like life-changing thing that's happened in my life, in my business. Um, tell me a little bit about the Sunday routine. What Walk me through kind of what that looks like. Yeah, so there's five key things that I find for my Sunday routine that really makes it um, makes my weeks just go by a lot easier. And really quick, they're um, getting my clothes ready for the week, getting my meals ready for the week, um, planning out my week, cleaning out my bag, purse, whatever I'm taking um, every day during the week, and then restarting devices. Um, those five things, once I do that, that literally sets me up. So one, I don't have to constantly think about, oh, what do I have to wear? What do I have to cook? Like those things are already set up for me. So I don't have to think about it. And two, I'm already prepared for, um, you know, those curveballs that could be potentially thrown at me. So Yes, there are times when I am thrown off because I will tell you, like, I was the mom who was like always forgetting pajama day and <laughs> I would come to school. My kids would come to school and I would think it's pajama day, but it's not pajama day. Like I was that mom for a little while until I started doing this routine. Um, but for now, I have been 
been really on top of things. So I don't let those things slip through the crack. But yes, there are things that come up and that's just life. But when I have these five things down packed, things run a lot smoother. Okay. Love it. So when you say close for the week, do you actually plan out seven days worth of clothes? How does that work? Yeah. So it's easy for me because work, I wear a uniform. So I just make sure like I literally have everything on the hanger, like socks, underwear, everything is on the hanger. So I just take it and go. Um, and then, um, I always look and see like if there's date night or if there's a meeting or if I'm just chilling for the weekend, like whatever it is, I have those clothes ready because sometimes, you know, you know, when you're going out, you want to wear a particular outfit and you want to look cute. And if it's not ready, then you're just like makes you super bummed out. So I like to have everything ready to go so that I can like show up and feel my best and look my best, all that good stuff. Yeah, I love that. I do it at night. So I set out my workout clothes because then I know, okay, I'm going to work out or whatever. And then I set out my other clothes. I actually do like the idea of doing it in the beginning of the week because it makes less decisions for the week. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that's the key because decision fatigue is a real thing. I know you probably talked about it on your podcast, but oh my goodness, let me tell you, like getting to like 12 o'clock and your mind is like done is not good. <laughs> and the way to prevent that is to like make a lot of decisions um, beforehand. So you don't have to think about it. Um, So, you know, you picking out your workout clothes, like that's not really that important. Like, so all these things that are not as important, go ahead and have those things ready to go. So you don't have to think about it. So yeah, if you can get it done before the week starts, I promise you'll free up that, that brain space. So yeah, you can make some even better decisions. Hmm. And then I also, number five, you had said restart devices. Yes. Well, tell me about this. <laughs> Let me tell you. So even before I got on this podcast <laughs> recording with you, my computer wanted to do an update. I was like, Jesus, please be with me right now. Do not let my computer do this. But this is the reason why restarting your devices is so important. Because what happens is throughout the week, your, your computers, your phone, your tablet, they're running different apps in the background. And over time, those apps will keep running and running. And eventually, it will make your devices start running a lot slower. And that's what causes them to crash. And that's what causes your computer to want to do an update right before you want to get on a Zoom call. Um, so restarting your devices closes out all those apps in the background so that things run a lot smoother for you. So you don't have to worry about, you know, having any tech issues throughout the week. Okay. That's great. I love that. I was also thinking like, I wonder if she takes a break from devices for the weekend or something like that too. So that could work too. So if you're like, I take a whole 24 hours away from screen time, which I recommend, um, mm -hmm. but then you can turn it off and then restart it at the, on Sunday evening before you're about to start your week. I love that. I, and I forget to turn my computer off and mm -hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about because I'm all of a sudden in a meeting and it's lagging and I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I do? So, <laughs> yeah. So such great advice there. Now to remind me of those five habits that you said. Yes. Yes. So we got um, picking our clothes out for the week. We got our meals for the week. And this could be breakfast, lunch, dinner, all that. Um, planning out your week. So not only looking at your schedule, but looking at your spouses, your kids, everybody's schedule. So you know exactly what's going on. Um, then also cleaning out your bag or your purse, whatever it is that you carry throughout the week, and then restarting your devices. Awesome. I love these. I love these. So, and I do a family, we do kind of like a little family meeting. Um, we haven't done that in a while, but I do one with my husband, at least to figure out who's doing what and who's going mm -hmm. where, because our season is crazy of getting boys here and there and everywhere or our own work and appointments. So um, now I want to 
talk a little bit about the importance of this, especially as working moms. Why is it really important for us to put these habits and routines in place? What will it do for us? Yeah. So we already touched on it a little bit as far as the decision fatigue. So it's going to help with that. So you'll notice that you're not getting tired, like I said, by 12 o'clock or noon, 12 o'clock noon. You're not getting tired um, as far as making decisions because um, you are not using up that I call it that brain power of making decisions on things that are not important. Two is going to help you so that you're not um, forgetting things. Because I think a lot of times, like, we tend to rely on our um, on our on our minds and our memory to remember things that we have going on through the week. And one thing that I learned very quickly is our brains aren't meant to be storage devices. They're meant to process things. They're meant to, you know, figure out problems and create solutions for you. Not store, you know, when Billy's appointment is on Friday. Like that's the stuff that you need to have already planned out and prepared for. So you'll notice that. Um, Things will run a lot smoother for you. You won't have as many of those like, oh my goodness, I forgot. You won't have as many of those moments because you'll have all those things kind of prepared out for you. And then two, I think once you have things prepared, or sorry, that's three now. Three, I think it will make you feel a lot more ready for the week because I think a lot of times we we tend to dread Mondays. Me, Mondays is like one of my favorite days of the week. And I know I'm weird, but Mondays is my favorite day of the week for two reasons. Two reasons. Yeah. One, because Monday Night Raw comes on. Um, I'm a huge WWE fan. So I'm watching that on Monday. And then two, like it's the beginning of the week. Like it's so exciting. So you can be like me and be excited about Monday when you have these type of routines in place. Oh, love that. Love that. So my my youngest is all into wrestling and all the things too. And I'm like, I gotta come uh, hang out with you guys. You oh do, goodness. you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as much my thing, but my husband was a wrestling coach, so he loves all that stuff and my the one likes it. So, um, but now, okay. So we talked about the Sunday routine. I do want to touch on your evening routine, um, because that is another important one. And which is kind of like we had just said, I said, I put out my outfits in the evening. That's part of my evening routine. You don't have that in there. So tell us a little Mm -hmm. bit about the evening routine. Yeah. So evening routine, all I am doing is just getting things ready so that my future self can be like, thank you so much, Tony. So that's like making sure that the kids' um, backpacks and everything are ready to go in the morning when it comes to school. Um, For me, um, making sure if there's certain things like as far as like meetings and things like that, I have those things ready to go. Like I can just like pick them up and grab them. Um, making sure that I know what I'm going to be eating for breakfast if I need to prepare something for breakfast. Um, just anything, any little thing that's just going to help make the mornings just go by super smooth so I don't have to think I can just like pick things up and go. Um, but I also do um, spend some time like reflecting and making sure that, you know, I'm not just, you know, a machine just keep going, going, going. Like I'm taking some time and looking and seeing what went well, what didn't go so well, and some of the things I can improve for the next day. Um, but again, like I said, the real big thing is just making sure my future self is like super happy about my past self for getting me ready for the day. Mm, Love it. Well, and then you can wake up in the morning and go, all right, I'm already prepared. I know what I'm Mm -hmm. doing. I don't have to think about it. Don't have to make these decisions. And I love what you said about reflecting, because I feel like sometimes routine can get mundane, like you're doing the Mm -hmm. same thing over and over and over. And um, I am a habit. I like routine, so it works for me. But sometimes you do kind of get in a rut in some way. And so it sounds like with that reflection piece, that will help keep us from getting into that rut. Yes, definitely. 
Yeah, very good. So, so we talked about the two key routines. I love these. I mean, if you want to add a morning routine in there, great, but I love that you're kind of unique in that we're talking about something outside of the morning routine. But let's say I have a listener who's like, yes, Tony Ann, that's me. I'm, I'm working. I want to start an online business or I just started one. I have a family and I don't want to sacrifice time from them. I know like when you get started, we do have to sacrifice a little bit. Like we can't Mm -hmm. just say, I'm going to start a business and not take any time away from our family, but there is a balance. Um, So where would you encourage them to start? Like which system or routine or like even habit, maybe one thing in a routine, would you tell them to do first? So for me, when I was first starting, I remember it was hard to do the start and stop. Like when I start working on business stuff and when I stop, like things kind of like kind of just like flowed into each other and it never really started and stopped very well. So I would definitely find a way so that you know, okay, I'm going to start on it now and I'm going to stop at this time um, so that it doesn't take up like family time or that quality time that you're trying to have with your significant other or the kids, whatever the case is, because it's easy to try to like do it in those little pockets of time because that's what I was trying to do and it didn't really go so well. So I would definitely say trying to figure out a routine in your week or your day so that you have like whether it's 30 minutes, hour, however long that you can dedicate to working on the business and getting things started, because it's really hard when you're trying to do it in the pockets of time. But when you have that dedicated time, you don't feel as guilty um, when you're taking time away from the family because you know this time is dedicated to working on the business. Mm, that's such good advice because it is hard sometimes like, oh, I have 10 minutes here. I can have this. I can do that. But sometimes that does overwhelm us because it's like, then we feel like we're working all the time too. Yeah. And so that's one thing that I actually do in my, I have a weekly meeting with myself on Sundays where I plan out, I have this, I love paper. So I'm, everything is electronic for me, but I like seeing it on paper. So I also have this paper that has different color codes. Like if it's a boy's activity, if it's my business, if it's my work, like client work, you know, and that's where I go, okay, I have this chunk of time here that I can work or whatever. So then I can kind of see how much time am I dedicating? Do I have enough time? And then also the same thing, like my, what I'm working on is shutting off. Okay. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to be done at three. I'm going to be done at three, no matter what kind of a thing. And that's been a huge, a huge, um, I wouldn't say time saver, but a huge difference maker in work-life balance for me. Yeah. Cause honestly, like I was starting to feel bad. Cause I remember one time I was just like, I felt like I was just working all the time. And I just remember the kids like making a comment, like, yeah, mommy's working again. Like, I'm like, dang, like you guys really think I just don't give you any time. Like I'm just always working. Um, and then also too, I really believe in modeling, like showing them like good behavior. So like from, for me, I got two boys too. Like I want to show them like, yeah, you can work, you can, um, do what you love, but you know, you also have to make sure that the house is clean. You have to make sure you pay your bills. You got to make sure that, you know, you're playing with the kids, like those kind of things. You can't just be work, work, work all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. Love that. So really great. This has been so fun. Such a great conversation. It helps me to kind of go, yes, some of my routines I have. Yes. And then I'm like, Ooh, I want to implement that whole setting my clothes out for the week. I'm going to try that and see how it goes. Yes. So I'll let you know, Tony Ann, how it goes for me. Um, but I was able to take some nuggets and just 
really things from this conversation as well. So I know my listeners uh, probably just fell in love with you. So what's the best way for them to connect with you? And I do think, I mean, you have that Sunday routine um, freebie for us too. So maybe share a little bit about that as well. Yeah. So the the Sunday prep routine checklist is going to have everything that we talked about, as well as a few other things. If you want to add some more in there and make it spicy, but um, I have a checklist for you. Um, the link I'm sure will be in the show notes. So definitely check that out. And if you want to connect with me, learn more, all that good stuff and have listen to more conversations similar to this one, definitely head over to the Real Happy Mom podcast. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, just go to the search bar and type in Real Happy Mom and you'll find me there. Awesome. Well, Tony Ann, thank you so much for hopping on Pursuing Goals God's Way with me. I am looking forward to more connections. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.